Look, my nigga, this is dedication. This is anti-hesitation. It's a real nigga celebration. It's a dime block declaration. 59th and 5th Ave, granny house with vanilla wafers. It's the remedy to separation. Tupac of my generation. Blue pill in the fucking matrix. Red rose in the gray pavement. Young black nigga trapped and he can't change it. No, he a genius, he just can't claim it. Cause they left him no platforms to explain it. He frustrated, so he get faded. But deep down inside, he know you can't fade him. How long should I stay dedicated? How long till opportunity meet preparation? I need some real nigga reparations. Or I run up in your bank just for recreation. Dedication, hard work, plus patience. To some more of my sacrifice, I'm done waiting. I'm done waiting. Told you that I wasn't playing. Now you hear what I've been saying. Dedication. Quick uh, shout out to Nipsey Hussle, RIP. Rest in peace, Nip. We're going to go ahead and get into it right now. Uh, welcome to the Council of the Clutch podcast, episode number 13. I'm your boy Kyle, and today I'm joined by SP. Yo, yo, yo. And Rory. Yo, it is me, Hombre Hombre. <laughs> All right, Q's uh, occupied right now, and Dion is being a father slash doctor slash husband right now. So uh, they... Uh, they wanted to be here, but we got to move along. Hey, can I say so, something uh, unpopular real quick? My bad. Go ahead. Um, that was probably the longest of any Nipsey Hussle song I've ever heard. And what do you think about it? Yeah, that song was riding. I'm actually about to go download <laughs> it now. I'm assuming it's called Dedication. <laughs> yeah. Because that was pretty good. Like, I was impressed by that. I'm, I'm actually on Apple Music at the very moment typing up Dedication to go download that. Is that what Kendrick Lamar, I'm assuming? Yeah. Oh, this is that victory lap you, you, album you, I was talking about. Yeah, you can skip Kendrick verse. It ain't that deep. Man, let, but, me, uh, let me go download this album, <laughs> bro. I might actually have to listen now. Hey, but crazy thing about it, that's two weeks in a row I done put y'all on, man. Well, put you on, uh, everybody what, else. What else you put us on? Last week, Devon Terrell. Bro, you ain't you ain't hey, even know about Take Me Serious, for real. Anyway, I put you on did, Take Me Serious. Yo, First of all, the song didn't drop until after the fact, but I'm talking about the uh, business of pleasure. I put you on about. Take Me Serious, so I don't care what you say. Anyway. Now I've been on Nipsey Hussle since uh, Mailbox Money. Oh, no, no, no. I was talking about two weeks. Just Well, this week with Roy and then last week with all y'all with the Devon Terrell. Was that last week or the week before last? Either way. But yeah, we got to uh, start doing more music. Week before last? I think so. All right. But, uh... Let's actually get started on the show right now. Y'all don't want to hear all this uh, back and forth between us. Uh, so just an update on the NCAA tournament. We finally made it to the Final Four. Uh, we got the Final Four teams of Aub- Auburn versus uh, UVA. Then we got Texas Tech versus Michigan State. Um, who y'all got going to the championship? Uh, with Chuck, I got Auburn riding high. Man, I, I'm a I'm gonna be a hometowner. UVA ain't never won a title, so I hope UVA make it. And Michigan State, just cause it's Texas Tech, they ain't they ain't a basketball school, so I don't like that random school stuff. <laughs> yeah, I say uh, I I'd rather see UVA and Michigan State. I think Michigan State probably end up taking it all the way and uh, winning it. Izzo get his what? Is it be second one? Because Mateen Cleese and that so. team was his first one, I think. Yeah, I so. it's crazy. Michigan State been a dominant basketball powerhouse and only got one title to, in, in recent memory. Hey, man, that's just what happened when you uh when you win conference every year. You, you get considered uh, dominant. 
So depending on what conference you in. I think Izzo is not the greatest recruiter because every team that he has that has extreme success like that's a lot of seniors on the squad, like uh, like a Gonzaga or something like that. Yeah, that's because nobody's going to Michigan State if you just getting recruited. Them cats that go there, he he probably getting like three or four star recruits and low five star recruits that's coming to school, like, but they're not gonna be NBA ready for three four years, so they know they're gonna be in school for a while. If that, yeah, if you, yeah, if you go to Michigan State, you probably either a hometown kid or something fell through with somebody else. Or you, I mean, that was your only. I wouldn't say only, but Michigan State is not like one of those schools you say you see the like top fifty, and they say they commit to Michigan State. I'm just glad that they beat but, uh, Duke. To be honest, yeah, I'm glad Duke lost too. I just knew it was gonna be three weeks in a row with some with some BS. Yo, know how it worked. Now the check ran out. <laughs> yeah, Coach K ain't paid. He ain't paid the right person, right people. You know. Yeah, that I, I almost had a joke that uh, yeah, no mind. <laughs> hey, I know, I know. This kind of random. We talking about the NCAA, and we just said Coach K money, but and we kind of already had planned this show out anyway, in a way. But yo, John Calipari got a lifetime contract. That's crazy. Yeah, I was gonna mention that too when we was talking about uh, we was talking about Michigan State. But yeah, that, that's crazy. Lifetime contract though. Like, I get it though. It ain't really lifetime, bro. Sixty. And his his current deal go through twenty twenty four, so he'll be sixty five on that end. He probably gonna retire anyway, so they just make it sound like lifetime. But the fact that they giving him a, a job out on campus guaranteed after he done as long as he stayed at the school, that's the wildest part to me. That's love, man. The one and, like you said earlier in the, uh, in the group chat, the one and done's finally paid off for him. Yeah, cause he ain't damn sure ain't won no titles, but what one? I mean, one or two. Uh, I think they two. won two. Okay, so I want to say they, I want to say they went back to back too. Because Memphis ain't win none. Yeah, he just had Derrick Rose. And that was about yeah. it. Okay, and then he went straight to Kentucky after that. Oh, didn't he go to Kentucky that next year? I think so. Think so. Yeah, and that's when he had all the malls. It's crazy, all them blue chippers that couldn't win a title or five stars in basketball. I guess they're not called yeah. blue chippers, are they? Yeah, they called blue chippers in basketball. Oh, right. But they uh, it, I mean that. Basketball is one of those sports where it ain't about how much talent you got sometimes. It's about chemistry. Shoot, Argentina beat us in the Olympics. Exactly. So, hey, I mean, but that's, that's talent because they had Manu Ginobili. <laughs> he, was a, he, was the only, he was the only player, if that. Yeah, he was waiting to say that, boy. Exactly. You know what? Just because you want to say that, <laughs> Kawhi thinks it's funny, too. We're about to be going for the whole podcast now. Crickets. Hold up. Crickets. <laughs> That's fine. Fan, not to go off on a tangent, but where do you rank Manu as far as best Spurs ever? Um, He's he's in the top five, but he's probably five. Fair enough. I would uh, – George Gervin, David Robinson, Tim Duncan. Number two if he would have stayed, but because he left, can't do it, Tony Parker, Manu. Did Tony Parker leave or did they trade him? Who number two? Tony Parker. Oh, oh you Tony. said number two. You yeah, said yeah. number two. I'm number kidding. two. If number two would have finished his career in San Antonio, he'd have been number four. Um, oh, you can call him by his name, man. No, nah, no, nah, I'm with Skip Bayless on this one. Never number two. It is. All right, yeah. that man. And then Manu for those who don't watch uh, NBA basketball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a traitor. The guy behind his laugh. Um, and then I think if if. It's kind of tough because I don't really remember outside of George Gervin none of them older players. But since '97, that would have been my top five. Adding adding George Gervin in there, 
and I don't never, I ain't never watching play, but just stories that my grandma told me about his game, and then looking at the numbers itself without a three point line, what he was putting up, hell, he got to be in the top five. He got to be the best to play. I'm assuming your number one is uh, the big fundamental. Nah, he number two, maybe three. I like David Robinson too, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, that's respect. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. You know, Timmy D without Robinson, man. It ain't because because. It's that crazy. David Robinson really was one of the first big men in this era that was putting up big points, but they was just losing. So if it ain't you really respect. go back and look at his numbers, some of them numbers is crazy, dog. Yeah, he 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 had some games, but you and you in San Antonio, so back then you ain't getting no type of uh no type of love. Mm-mm. That's a good point. Nope. You got all the stats in the world, but if you ain't winning, man, they ain't give me no love. Smooth went to Timmy got there. Hey, speaking yeah. of all the stats in the world and not winning, y'all boy Zion. <laughs> y'all Sorry. boy. That ain't my boy. SP, that's your boy? Nah. I, I wish him well, but, but the, hype is, the hype is outrageous, dog. Yeah. I got a couple key points of uh, things that were said. We got Paul Pierce, the hater who, you know, just be on TV hating all day. This man said uh, Zion is a top 50 player in the in the world already. Skip Bayless said he's top 30. And the UCF head coach, Jimmy Dawkins, said that he uh, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. That's crazy. Crazy ain't even a word for it. But I think, I feel like society has popularized just going out on the limb and trying to be uh, some Nostradamus type person. And I feel like a lot of that is what is going on here. But I mean, the you the you hit it first. Do you? Oh, I can't talk. The you heard it here first type right, factor. Exactly. I was the first to say it. Well, Skip Bayless said that every episode. I said it back on the old network. I I was the first person to say it. You so, heard I mean, me say I don't love so and so. Be some random player, be like yo, what nobody even talking about him, right? <laughs> but yeah, so what's your um actual opinion on Zion though? Like uh, as far as a player and how y'all think he'll pan out. All-star, maybe. Well, see, with all-star, are we talking all-star statistically or are we talking all-star because of votes? Making it to the game, because it's two different things. Just like in the NBA, NFL, you can be a Pro Bowl player, but if you're not all-pro... I feel like with the NBA, it's not as bad, though. Like, with younger players, I feel like younger players most of the time, even with the votes, uh, minus, you know, your, uh, your one-offs like Jeremy Lin, um, I feel like it's deserving in most cases when it comes to the younger players. Like now, you got guys like D Wade at the end of his career, Kobe at the end of his career, guys like that. I understand where you're coming from with that uh with that logic. But yeah, with but actually with the NBA though, their votes are a little bit different. It's like uh it, well, it's just like the NFL actually. Uh the fan vote is not the end all be all, it's a percentage of it. So a lot of players actually get in based off the coaches voting the other players. But um but yeah, as far as for that, um where how do you feel on uh how you feel about Zion? Um, I had actually said this to a couple of my homeboys that I think his best comparison will be like Larry Johnson. Um we've kind of already seen Zion. Larry Johnson, if you watch his highlights, Larry Johnson with the Hornets plays just how Zion plays at Duke. Grandma. Um <laughs> chill out. He uh he'll be an all star in the right situation. Um, he's not a he's not a number one pick that'll change the franchise. 
he's going to have to go to a situation like if New York was to get the number one pick and they sign two free agents and then he's there, like Draymond, then he'll be an all-star. But he's, yeah, but he's not going to – but Draymond's talented too. He's just not an all-star by himself. I don't think Zion has the body to play an NBA game how he does um, and actually be good by himself. He's going to need a shooter. He's going to need a scorer to spread the court out so that way he can actually make plays. Because, hell, look what look what happened when he went against Taco. Um, when he actually went against somebody that wasn't afraid of him, that had the size to play with him, he wasn't as dominant. He was still effective and efficient, but just not as dominant. And as SP says, every after every game, that boy only made two shots outside the paint. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that he's 6'7", he's going to need more of an outside shot uh, in the NBA. Because, well, I mean, hell, Charles Barkley was just a different breed at the time. But everybody's athletic like that now. Zion just looks more dominant because he had he was he has an NBA body at 18. But it's not like everybody in the NBA ain't already built like that. Yeah, he was playing against in, in high school, he was playing against a whole lot of Beige. five nine five nine Caucasian guys. Yeah. And he was playing point guard too. So he kind of had the ball in his hand all the time. Um I think he's gonna probably pan out to be an average player if that. I think the hype is just here right now, but if, if you want to talk about basketball and skill set wise, one we don't know what position he really is because he's too small for the pop. Well, I don't want to say too small. I don't think he'll be able to ho- hold a whole season playing against the three, which is for the position? people who don't know the small four. Elvin, what do you mean? You <laughs> you say that now until you got to play KD, LeBron, uh, number two as Roy called him, Kawhi, until you start going up against small forwards. Every week in Paul George, like all of those guys are amazing athletes. You don't got that right now, right? Yeah. And he's limited on offense, as SP always shows. He he can't shoot a lick. Um, so he has to develop a lot on the shooting side of things. Like he's really just out here getting rebounds and dunking. Like that's only going to take you but so far, as we saw with Blake Griffin. That's like a comparison a lot of people in the media are saying. Um, because Blake Griffin felt like the first three, four years, I couldn't stand that dude because all he was doing was dunking and he was supposed to be the greatest person or the greatest player in the NBA, according to you know the media, because he was just dunking and dunking and dunking. It took him to get hurt to develop an actual jump shot. And then once he developed a jump shot, all the hype was down, but he's actually a decent player now overall. I feel like if Zion can you know get a jump shot, he'll be all right because he's, he's going to play defense. I can say that. That boy do play some defense. He'll play defense, but offensively, I feel like that's going to be a side where he struggles. I mean, I feel like Gilbert Arenas touched on a lot of it and what he said um, as far as just his skill set currently right now just doesn't really fit um, what would be a successful skill set in the NBA game. Yeah, he's super limited on what he can do offensively. And ain't nobody drafting you number one just to play defense. Mm-mm. That's why I said he got to go to a team that's got some stars already. If, he, if, if Phoenix get the number one pick, he might be okay there. Um, but if it's just like, say if, if Anthony Davis get traded and for some reason the Pelicans get the number one pick, ain't no superstar there. He just going to be another role player. That's going to manage the game, help them win a couple, but they're not going to be successful. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't honestly think Phoenix is a good fix for him though. No, no, I I really think New York, but they got to get KD and, and, uh, Kyrie. That'll be the best for him. I don't think that would be a good fit. Why not? Because those two dudes are weird. I mean, look at Zion. I think he weird. 
I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's <laughs> you right. <laughs> you seen the joke with him on Facetime? Yeah, Facetime the girl was like, "Hello, beautiful." Well, it looked look dangerous. <laughs> but no, uh, for real though, I think honestly though, um, with the KD and the Kyrie, if they both go there, that factor, like they both like weird individuals. Like you, don't... I feel like Zion needs to be somewhere where it's like structured. And I, I feel like with New York, it's just not the right place, especially with Kyrie and um. Kyrie and KD because Kyrie already showing right now he can't deal with younger players. He should just skip the draft, go overseas for a year, and then come back and go to the Lakers. <laughs> Sign a free agent contract, then join the Lakers. Yeah, get, get the hey, touch pass. Hey, you think that'll work? If you don't join the draft, can they still draft you if you don't submit your name? I don't think so. no, they can't because it's not it's not it's not like baseball. So then they can submit you. So then you really could sign a free agent contract, huh? Uh, uh, I don't know because I think technically he would have to be drafted the next year, right? Yeah, I'm sure you. But I'm saying like if you, if you take a year off, say you take two years off and go overseas or something, and then come back, could you sign an NBA free agent contract? I don't think so because you never played the NBA. Because you know, because yeah. a lot of people go across seas anyway, and then they come back and still get drafted. Like Porzingis, oh, so you got to put your name. So your, your name has to be in the draft at least once before you can sign a free agent contract. I believe so because every all the international people, they yeah. most of them are professionals already, and they submit and they their name to, be, to the draft. Yeah, and they still yeah. got to be drafted. If you don't get picked, then you can get signed a free agent deal. Yeah, I believe okay. that. I'm not 100 percent sure, but that makes the most logical sense because if not, a lot of people will be doing that. Because I yeah, you're right. Because I feel like you, because everybody doesn't get drafted, but then they get picked up by the G League or something, and then they kind of yeah. can get signed anywhere. But you got to yeah. give a team a chance to draft you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that makes logical sense. Now that I think about it, sorry for my rant. <laughs> hey man, you just gotta always talk it out, man. Just like yeah. math, you gotta talk it out. Like, hold on, yeah, math's way overrated. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta talk it out, then you get the answer. I'm like, oh yeah, I was right. I don't know what I was thinking about. Yeah, but show uh, your work and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Show your work. But uh, just like uh, we talking about Zion and uh, his lack of shooting ability. Fun fact: Ben Simmons has been in the league two years, still hasn't made a three pointer. Yo, that's crazy. That is amazing. The fact that like. Yeah, point guard. Yeah, that's really amazing. <laughs> been in the league for technically three years, but two years and he has not made a three pointer. Like, do you know how bad your shot has to be not to be to make a three point? Like, he's taking them, but he's just not making them. He I'm taking a crazy amount. Taking. He's not taking a crazy amount, but he has taken them though. So it's just he got zero confidence in his jump shot though. I mean, can you but, blame? Yo, <laughs> no, nah, not at all. But the yo, this is kind of going back on the Zion hype, right? Ben Simmons, if you remember, he was supposed to be the next LeBron too. Ben Simmons was on the uh, Slam magazine cover with the uh, LeBron jersey on, with the shoes. Pretty much, they, they replicated the uh, the LeBron cover that he did on Slam magazine. They were talking about how great he was and all this and all that. Uh, how he was like a Magic slash LeBron type player, and all I see is Lonzo Ball in Philly. Well, hey, let's let's not be disrespectful. <laughs> That's I all mean, I see. I see Lon- a point. I see a point who can't hurt. shoot. Lonzo's a pretty good basketball player. Ben Simmons is just has has not you know, he's okay. You can't but, get the words out, man. Yeah, I couldn't. But he over he overrated, man. It's early the Simmons? process. Yeah, it's, he, I think he overrated. He came in with too much hype, man. Yeah, I mean he was playing at LSU. The SEC ain't never been good basketball, so yeah. But he didn't have to go there though, because he was for, he was from Australia though. So I mean, he yeah, can't pick man. anywhere else to go. I mean, I. I don't know, but if you ever seen LSU campus, it's a it's a pretty pretty cool environment. 
So he was trying to say his, his recruiting trip pretty much got him at LSU. Yeah. But he was one of them anyway. He wasn't really that invested. So. Yeah, he was only there for a semester. He knew what it was. Yeah. <laughs> he probably didn't go to class. But that's crazy, though. Like, how are you in the league two years and didn't make a three-pointer? Like, I thought I, I kept seeing it floating around for, like, the last couple months. But I thought it was just, like, a, you know, the random memes you see on Instagram? Yeah. And, and then one of his <laughs> – Yeah, and one of his teammates hit a three. And then it was, like – Teammate hit a three. Bench went crazy. Ben Simmons' face was like stale, and then like they took the screenshots and it was like, "Yo, the face you make when uh you have Z- when a uh, big gorilla because it's like some big foreign dude. They called him a, a big gorilla, some shit like that. They said when a big gorilla passes you on the all time three point list, and then yeah. the announcer was like, and he makes his first career three point. I was like, what? <laughs> so I had to look it up on the basketball reference. I was like, yo, this dude literally did not make a three pointer yet. That's terrible. I just don't understand point guards who can't score. Well, I'm sorry, shoot outside. But that's the A hey, for real though. Ten years ago, you didn't have to shoot as a point guard. The games just changed. Steph Curry made it, and oh, most recently, the last five years, a lot of these point guards made it seem like that's what you had to do. I wouldn't give that to Steph. That's that was I, if I had to give it to somebody, I'd give it to Steve Nash. Steve Nash, uh, Steve not Steve Nash was draining the threes. Trust Steve me, Nash, Gilbert Arenas, yeah. I'll say this, yeah, point guards as far as scores being dominant scores, I would say Steve Nash and Gilbert Arenas. But I I feel like since the beginning of time, they've been able to shoot like free throws, I feel like is I mean, it's not the greatest example, but point guards. Ben Simmons can't shoot those either. Huh? I said Ben Simmons can't shoot those either. Well that goes hand in hand. (laughs) That's what that's nobody in the league is efficient as they used to be. For back in the when we was growing up. Basket in basketball, every guard can shoot a free throw. Now, hell, you got superstars like LeBron missing sixty percent. Shoot every everybody but sitters. Well, everybody but Shaq basically <laughs> was, was hitting three. I remember um, Pedro Stiak, uh was on the street like a crazy street. He missed one like everybody was invested. He missed one. Everybody was like, oh, but he yeah. was like on a crazy street going on like like people used to actually make him. Jason Jason Kidd was a great free uh free throw shooter. Most like like you're saying, most players were actually decent. Free throw shooters. But, I mean. The game's changing. Hey, worry about the three and the dunk. That's about it. That's, That's all you need. Those are free points, though. Exactly. Hey, James Harden definitely takes advantage of those. You ain't lying. Let's not get on that. All right, all right, all right. Next topic, man. Y'all know I'm a supporter of the big baller brand, but lately, been a little crazy in the news, man. Uh, dude, Allen, who's a part owner, been a friend with LeVar for like 10 years was reported to have stole about $1.5 million from a man, Lonzo. Uh, the brand itself is at, up in turmoil at the moment. You had Lonzo. He covered up the BBB tattoo on his arm. All the brothers removed BBP from their social media. Then the Lakers, they out here questioning the shoe now, talking about if Lonzo really relevant with the shoe and is that's what's causing some of his injuries, why he can't stay on the court. What y'all boys think about how the, how the big baller brand moving right now? It ain't moving. <laughs> nah, it ain't. <laughs> like BBB about to be disassembled. Yeah. If for y'all that don't know, disassembled means not together. <laughs> it's a little late, a little early. That's hey, a, man, it ain't that's a SAT time. word. Well, yeah. You don't know when they might listen, though. I'm doing it for them. Because I, I know if I if I wasn't aware that you might have said that a word that large, I'd have probably been like, huh? Disassembled, though? That's, that's large. <laughs> oh, so y'all now y'all scientists and shit. Not at all. But all this right. is simple though. Okay, okay. 
But nah, but nah um, man. That's, go ahead. What you say? Oh, go ahead. You got it. Oh, I was just going to jump in. It's crazy that, you know, LeVar did all this talking about, you know, building a brand for the family and for my boys. Then he going to let a convicted felon handle the money. Alan, Alan Foster, who, who manages both of the son's business affairs, he uh he got arrested for fraud 15 years ago. I'm like, come on, come on, uh, LeVar. How you not know about that? Or if you did know, how you look past it and then going to actually put his name on Lonzo's account? Like, that's stupid. That's foolish of him. I can't even blame Lonzo because he probably wasn't aware. Uh, Allen been around for 10 plus years, so this going back to the AAU days. Hell, I wouldn't be surprised if LeVar get caught up in some type of Rico case coming up. For real, for real. Because if Allen's scheming now, they probably didn't done business together. Because you don't just look over something like That's this. That's That's real, though. <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. It's just, just, just from what I think I know about business, you don't... If you don't, you don't move with cats that's stealing money like that. And the fact that LeVar has yet to say anything bad about Allen. All he's ever, the, the, the articles I've heard about or what he's talked about is really talked about it like family comes first and he supports Zoho wholeheartedly. Together we'll make this right. But, and then, um, then uh, Lonzo's agent, Harrison Gaines, who's another one of LeVar's point people, because he wasn't even an agent before LeVar got a hold of him. He's going to be more active in the client's career as far as making decisions and moving going forward. So it seems that Alonzo uh, is really stepping away from his dad completely, which I wouldn't be surprised if that was some advice from Magic and the Lakers or, or LeBron. Because I feel like LeBron and Alonzo got a good relationship, you know, how you watch them interact on the court and in social media. I just hope that, yeah, you know what I'm saying, the family, it don't really affect that dynamic as far as the father-son relationship because it seemed like LeVar got a really good relationship with his kids for the most part and vice versa, you know, see, and I mean, money, money, when it comes to any type of relationship, whether it be parental, whether it be uh, spousal, I mean, that's a, that's a serious factor as far as can be a game changer and, and ruining relationships, depending on how people carry, carry certain situations and how to react. So, I mean, I just hope the best, honestly, for their family because I hate to see that. I don't think yeah. Le- I don't think Lonzo will leave his dad. I think he won't let him be a part of his business ventures. Yeah, and we called it. I mean, we called it. It's like episode one, probably, about how uh, Levar Ball is just messing up his son's careers, like before it even starts. Yeah, and it actually started before we even knew, like as far as that like, what potentially was going on. And it's funny how the, the the stuff was found. Like they had an accountant. Um, it, was, it was a brother too, so uh, shout out to hiring brothers for stuff like that. But uh, they basically had an accountant who said, "Yo, it's about one point five missing." He said it first. He said we need to look into it. And then from the reports that I saw, Lavar was like, "Oh no, no, you good? You know, it, it ain't nothing to worry about." And then they fired that guy, right? Mm. And then. Months later, I think the new accountant said something, and Lonzo was like, yo, let me go ask old boy since he kind of know what's been going on. Um, he hired him back and, once again, start questioning that 1.5 mil, and now everything's starting to come out because the dude actually has, like, articles online about him, like, the uh, about the whole situation. And it's crazy that LeVar was told about They was told about it first, and LeVar was like, no, it ain't that deep. So, like, Roy, when you were saying that, now I'm kind of putting things together. It might be something he knew about, but just didn't believe it. 
Like now, I take care of it. I take care of it. Something like that, you know. And a lot. A reason I say this, you know, I, I've y'all know I've been a big baller supporter since day one. Hell, I watched the reality show on Facebook. A uh, ball is a family. So I've seen like the evolution of this family, and some of the moves Lavar makes. It just don't. It gives me some some mafia some some a vibe that the money moving a little funny. And I say that because he was doing a lot of stuff and I Googled it. You know, you you can look up celebrities or financial documents a lot of times. Some of the revenue that the big baller brand was making is no way they was making it selling the merchandise they were selling. Yeah, I always wondered about the origins. Like, where, where did Big Baller Brand come from? To my knowledge, it's like, oh, it's a brand that started with this family. He was coaching, so it's like a L.A. thing, and then it spread it through AAU. Yeah, That's so all I know. So. It, it's, it's his actual brand, but if you watch the show, like him taking the boys overseas and doing the business deals, making the water, creating the games and all that, that's good business. You know, they're setting it up like that. But the, the Big Baller Brand moves like a startup venture capital company. Mm-hmm. It seems to me like it, it it borrows funds, it invests funny places, you know, raises stock, buys low, sells high, and moves on to the next venture. It doesn't seem like they ever actually set a platform to develop their backing and their 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 plan was to keep moving around and raising money, but then the fallback plan seemed to be Lonzo. As long as he's in the league, they'll always have backup because you know he's gonna He's going to generate some legit revenue. Yeah, exactly. And they'll yeah. have it for cash flow to utilize. Yeah. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, SP? absolutely. Like, where I'm, where I'm at? Y'all the business guys. I'm sitting here like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, if you, like, it is, it's definitely a business thing. You got to look at how the business is set up. And if you just watch how businesses move looking at history, no startup company gets that big, you know, with nothing. Yeah, you got to have investors. Something. And they were big before Lonzo got drafted. Right. Yeah. Big, now, granted, Lavar is a. I think he's still a marketing genius. He used social media and instant ESPN and all of them to brand his company, which was perfect. But he did it on the back of Lonzo, um, and that's where the, that's where it came bad. If if Lavar would have did what he did and then backed away from Lonzo by the time he got to the Lakers, we wouldn't have had this issue. But it seemed like once Lonzo got to the Lakers, they went in overdrive. Yeah, because I mean, he still needed Lonzo though. In order to power that, even even before he went to the Lakers, and then when he got to the Lakers, because like that's and that's that's part of the reason of what you just said, how it went into overdrive, because then they mm-hmm. had that cash flow that was needed to create all those other ventures, um, to essentially buy low and sell high, like you were speaking of. Yep, exactly. Hey, but that that's the goal in life, huh? Buy low, sell high. Hey, capitalism, man. Walk walk off in the sunset, baby. Capitalism, bro. You gotta, you gotta know how to play the game. You gotta know the rules of the game and and how to how to take that's advantage it. of it. And that's why when Lavar fired the accountant, you don't fire somebody that's telling telling you you losing one point five million. He knew. He knew Allen had that money going somewhere. He because yeah. if he didn't know, just by how his character is, Lavar would have aired this whole thing out if it, if he wasn't involved in it. But because he's trying to just kill it and, you know, make it seem like everybody's still happy, you know he's covering up tracks. Speaking of speaking of uh, airing it out, I wonder if that old accountant going to have something to say. Because, you know, nowadays, social media, boy, anybody involved. He, he already had an interview. Yeah, he, he already, already did. 
doing interviews. They just ain't been hitting the mainstream like uh, that. Okay. Because yeah. they, fi- they fired him after the first, hey, you need to look into it. Then uh, Lonzo kind of hit him back up like, yo, remember what you was talking about, man? Could you look into it a little bit more? So Lonzo kind of went behind um, LeVar to rehire the guy. That's crazy. I, I guarantee you, if if more of this, if more comes to light as far as Lavar possibly uh, having some wrongdoing or like a potential Rico, like uh, like Rory was talking about, that that accountant's interview is probably come mainstream. Yeah. Or the big names are probably interviewing. That's going to end up being a smoking gun. I tried to tell them a couple years ago, but they ain't believe me. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope they don't get in trouble before the youngest son get to get to the lead. You think he gonna make it to the league? Yeah, he better than Lonzo. Yeah, but that boy can play defense though. Well, that he, boy don't he don't play defense. I don't know if he can or can't, but he's not playing defense. He's not playing it, but I think he's capable. I don't know, but his eligibility done, so I mean Nah, he's gonna go overseas for a year. No question. He already said he already said he was going, but yeah. I mean, you still banking on if the NBA wants you though. So if he if he keeps doing if well, at, at his size, if he goes overseas and, and does anything right. He'll be in the NBA in two years. Yeah, he keep growing too, though. So yeah, because he bought six eight, six seven, six eight, huh? Yeah, he had a crazy spurt like last summer. Oh, yeah. So they already had the verdict now, on him as far as the eligibility. Yeah, yeah, he he was already ruled ineligible because um, they couldn't prove that he didn't that he did get the money, but it all because he cre- they they pinned it on his shoe because mm. you can't even have your own shoe or nothing like that. So even if he didn't get the profit and it went to the the brand itself. You still had, you know, you still had it as it's as hey, we all went through the um clearing house. clearinghouse, yeah. And you know all the questions they ask. Have you ever made profit on your image? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that right there, that question in general yep. gonna knock you out on that. So speaking of NCAA clearinghouse, is that part of your um you got that built into the foundation already? That portion of it? Or I don't advertise it um, just because most of the kids that I work with, you know, they kind of get when they get to it, they'll ask me anyway. But it is something I help out with telling guys, you know, if I if I get to you early enough mentoring you with the second phase, I'll kind of say, hey, you know, this is how you go about the clearinghouse. A lot of times I ask people to sit down with their family and fill it out. Um, Yeah, because I sat in the guidance office with nobody around me. (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of it is because if you actually look at the clearinghouse form, dog, it's an application application. And it could confuse a young kid. Like they put questions on there kind of to trick you to see if you really been getting money. But for somebody that's just a regular athlete, we know you're not getting no money. So why it shouldn't be that difficult. Uh, I remember one question. It said, has you, have you or anyone related to you made any uh, profit off your image? I'm like, yo, how would I supposed to know about exactly. anybody else making profit off my image? Exactly. But I said no. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was just a quick question on that, though. Appreciate it. No problem. Hey, I know we have been following the AAF uh, Alliance Alliance of American Football League the last couple of weeks, talking about how they have been changing rules and what they were doing with the NFL and whatnot. They released today they was folding, which was crazy to me. You know, they just had a dude from the Carolina Hurricanes, Dundon, invested two hundred fifty million. Well, he put seventy million up front, but when the uh, AAF couldn't get an agreement with the NFL Players Association, they agreed to the seize operations. Mainly because Dundon, I think he invested his money because he was trying to see if they could use NFL practice squad players to help support the league, the AAF. Um, and in the last 24 hours, Dundon's kind of said that if the NFL doesn't work with him, there he's not 
providing any more funding to the league. So they seized operations this morning. What y'all think about that or the impact that the, the league folded midseason with six or six weeks left or four it's weeks a, left? Sorry. Yeah, it's a lot into that that um I know you were mentioning more so like him investing. But what a lot of people don't know, and I don't think it's been like publicly well, it's been released because I know about it. But um he actually didn't invest the 250 mil all at one time. He was actually paying it out per week. So he actually went in with a plan and he's, he's a tech guy. So his actual plan, well, I wouldn't say this is his actual plan, but um, even though the A the AAF is kind of folded at this point, the tech portion of the company is still open. He's a tech guy, right? Mm-hmm. So some are speculating that his whole reasoning to get into the AFF, uh, I'm sorry, the AAF was more so for the tech ventures because their technology was pretty good. Like the things they were doing and, you know, their apps and things like that. Um, but yeah, a lot of people think he just invested at 250, um, because the XFL actually got like 270 invested, 270 million. Yeah. And that's going to be able to, yeah. And that's going to be able to get them through their season. So if he really came in with the 250, they would have had no problems, but he's actually giving it out per week. Um, but yeah, as far as for that, he came in, you know, tried to take over cause they gave him like a crazy stake in the company. Um, and he pretty much had the, the commissioner actually had the, the clout to say, no, we don't want to fold, but he did it without him pretty much. He said, we're going to fold. So he kind of pulled a power move on that. Um, but yeah, I think it's crazy how they couldn't finish through, but the whole NFL thing, I understand the NFL side, not agreeing to it because that comes a liability thing, because mm-hmm. if I'm player, you know, a, and I just got picked up by the Steelers and I'm a third string quarterback and I get hurt playing in the AAF in the summertime, that's a liability on the NFL. I'm getting paid for the NFL and the AAF at that point, right? Yeah. Somebody, both of y'all got to pay me. And then the um, the whole negotiations with the Players Association, they actually got something in there where you can't get paid from another professional organization. So yeah. it's like their plans, the actual, before dude put his money in, their plans was actually for two years. Like in two years when they renegotiated they were going to try to get into that so they can say, all right, developmental players come here. But dude was trying to get it right here right now. And if anybody knows anything about the NFL, you are not going to bully the NFL. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to bully the NFL for nothing. So that's kind of where kind of where it stood like on both sides. Like he kind of came in with a different motive and he tried to bully his way to get those younger players. It was crazy. I was just reading about it. He actually is is suspended operations against the wishes of the CEO Charlie Ebersaw and head of football yeah. Bill Polian, who was with the Colts back in the day. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like he just did it. Yeah, because he put a power move. Yeah, yeah. but he it, had majority control. Yeah, and then the tech side is still open though. I don't know what they're gonna be doing with the tech, but I mean, hey, heck, I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to get the tech some something with the XFL. Yeah, so, I mean, the thing is, I remember when people, the first time they were talking about folding, they were talking about uh, should the AFL, I mean, the XFL and the AAF merge. So, I mean, they was thinking about that concept, but I don't think Vince trying to go in with nobody. Uh, no. Nah. He, he got it wrong the first time. He like, all right. Well, shit, Vince already <laughs> got $400 million invested Well, he of what he sold from the from the comp wrestling. Yeah, but because he's a he's a billionaire like himself, yeah. like mm-hmm. outside the company. So, money would not be a factor with that. It will be more so... Same thing that took it last time, ratings and things like that. That will be the thing that will make that league full. But but I they're mean, actually testing XFL rules in the spring league, which is like a six-week try workout for guys trying to get back in the NFL down in Texas. Yeah. 
Um, they're testing XFL rules down there now because I got a homeboy that's out there playing, and he said it's been pretty interesting. But they had to sign a disclosure act, so they can't discuss any of the rules that are being tried out. But no, and the thing is, another thing with the AF, they were trying to come in to be a partner with the NFL. XFL is trying to be like competition. Well, not competition, but they're not trying to be. They're trying to be your peer, right? So yeah. I, that's two different business models there. So I think if anything, the XFL will, you know, be the one that lasts. You know. Yeah, they're almost trying to be a complimentary product to the NFL. Yeah, it's like you got summertime, more football in the summertime. Let's yeah. go ahead, you know. Which is actually a pretty smart move, because I mean, it's people. People Dude. love to watch football. They can people watch football all year long if they could. Yep, the Arena Football League season starting up this week. Y'all wait for some announcements on the on my Instagram page. See where I'm playing at this hey, year. Y'all will be televised. Shameless plug. Yeah, yeah, they gonna uh, they actually got a new the CBS deal expires, so we're gonna be on a new TV station this year. Y'all can't disclose it. I hell, I don't know who it is yet. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to well, you. Well, well, let's think about that, right? We got Fox, <laughs> NBC, <laughs> and ABC. Now, I think it, I think it might be TNT for real. Turn it, yeah, because you know they they had to they had some accept, the success with the AL or AAF cuz the AAF was the highest rated Saturday afternoon show on TNT the last couple weekends cuz ain't no, don't nobody watch TNT so yeah so I know they're going to be Fox though Nah, they're going to be Fox they got they got NFL and they uh just got WWE yeah so it'll probably be it it might be TNT um we'll see I know they got all regional networks for sure NBC's on regional cuz Monumental yeah. Sports on them and then Philly got up there NBC so, Sportsnet. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. I'll let y'all know. Yeah, man, keep us posted. First game ain't to the 27th. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll stay posted on that. In the meantime, uh, we're going to transition over here to uh, a little bit of basketball. El basketball. We have uh, – Oh, did you say El yeah, basketball? I forgot, I forgot the Spanish <laughs> The Probably L basketball Inte. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's a damn shame. Spanish for life. I'm, I'm ignorant. Cinco I'm sorry. Años. Años. I, I took Spanish for Cinco Años. Oh, he, oh, he's speaking real Spanish. Si, senor. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, we had, uh, as you know, the Warriors are coached by Steve Kerr currently, but uh, from 2011 to 2014, Mark Jackson was the head coach of the Golden State Warriors. Um, in Mark Jackson's time as head coach, they started off with a 34 win percentage um, his first year. Then the uh, subsequent years after that, they actually made the playoffs both years. And in his, what had been his fourth year, he actually was let go um, by Steve Kerr, who at the time – of Mark Jackson being head coach was actually, uh, I want to say, the television commentator for the Golden State Warriors. Um, and in a recent interview, well, not too recent, but recent enough interview, uh, they spoke to Steve Kerr just on um, how he turned the Warriors into a great defensive team. And he actually, uh, kind of spoiler alert, gave that credit to Mark Jackson. Um, and to quote him, he said, I didn't. Mark Jackson did, honestly. When I was on TV, I was doing Warrior games for years. Every year, they were one of the worst defensive teams in the league. 
Mark came in and made a focus of being a tough defensive-minded team. Um, now, as many know, Steve Kerr is credited for the war a lot of the Warriors' success uh, with their recent championships and turning them into a dynasty. However, uh, many of the key players to this dynasty were actually drafted under Mark Jackson's regime. Uh, so we kind of talked about should Mark Jackson get more credit uh, for the Warriors' success and uh, helping them build that up into a dynasty. Um, we also spoke on our NBA coaches actually even that important when it comes to the specific game and in-game play. Uh, how do you guys feel? Well, I feel like Mark Jackson should have definitely uh, got that got a, something for that first championship, honestly. Uh, because when you, as you were speaking about it, um, he took the team from 23 wins. You, you gave percentages though, you know, got people thinking, but <laughs> he went from, uh, 23 wins to 47 wins to 51 wins in three years, right? Next year, they won a championship. The only change that he made as far as for roster wise, he took Harrison Barnes out the starting lineup and put Eagle Dollar in, right? Now, offensively though, they did jump up. You know, as far as him being a coach, because he was a he was a three point shooter himself when he was a player. Strategically, what he did was he pretty much got the ball to Steph Curry more versus spreading the ball around, finding ways to get Steph open. Right now, granted, they did win the championship, but I feel like the base of this whole team is Mark Jackson. They're great defensively, and Steve Kerr himself even said they're great defensively because of Mark Jackson. Steve Kerr is kind of like Dan Antoni; he's not really focusing on defense, right? He's more so the offensive guy. So I feel like Mark Jackson should get more credit for it because, like, when you, when you talk about the Warriors, they give all the praise and glory to Steve Kerr. And that kind of falls into what we're talking about coaches. I feel like when it comes to NBA coaches, outside of practice and timeouts, coming out of timeouts is really not that – if you have a great team, you're really not doing that much coaching. He, and he even thumbed his nose at other teams like Phoenix by having coaches – I'm not coaches, but players coach the team for stretches. I don't know if y'all remember that, but – if somebody was hurt, he'll just give him a clipboard and be like, coach. So that tells me a lot about what you actually do on your side. During a game, most coaches aren't, they're probably calling out sets and things like that. But if you have a good point guard or if you have a good floor general, you're not really doing too much throughout the game. So I feel like coaches in a grand scheme of things during game time might be a little bit overrated in general. Rory, how do you feel? Um, it was a it was a word that you used. Uh, was that sequential? Who said it? Me or SP? Yeah, yeah. That was oh, impressive. I know what that means. Yeah, Sub, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I know what it means though. So I wasn't too impressed. No, oh, okay. I'm just fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all don't don't pay me no mind, bro. I'm actually kind of educated. I just be tired. Well, what is your impression on this topic? Um. I think what Kyle said was right. You know, coaches don't have that much of an impact in the game, but Mark Jackson should have never been fired. I'd have liked for him to actually have got the credit with the with the dynasty and the success. Um, can't say my reasons on air, but y'all know why. <laughs> Go ahead and say it, man. We, we only got one sponsor right now. Nah, 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 nah. I got to keep professional. But uh, Mark Jackson deserved the, a longer lease than he got. But you know what they say. They always try to keep the brother man down. <laughs> well, let me because uh go ahead. He don't have that complexion for the protection. Let me let me address the elephant <laughs> in the room. 
Because, uh, yeah, that was a nice one, Cal. Um, Appreciate it. Because <laughs> I think this is what is heavily discussed, and I kind of go back and forth on it myself. Would Mark Jackson have achieved the same amount of success as far as the championships had he remained as head coach? We don't know. I think he would have because coaching didn't – when KD came, coaching didn't matter. And I think Mark Jackson would have handled the locker room better. Draymond would have never called KD a bitch if Mark Jackson's in that locker room. Because <laughs> it just – you y'all, you've been on teams. It just sounds different when it comes from somebody you respect a little more. And, it's, yeah. and don't get me wrong, they probably respect Steve Kerr, but the context of Mark Jackson's message is going to be delivered in a way – that the understanding will be more like a father, older brother than a boss. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And it's especially with the dynamic of their team, I mean, outside of Clay, everybody else pretty, you know, pretty uh, dark. Well, no, no, Steph is pretty Well, light. Steph too, but y'all know he was built, you know, how he was raised. He ain't, we know how he vibing. Well, I don't know, because I seen that video of him dancing. Bro. <laughs> hey, bro. Uh, I was literally going to bring that up. I was like, oh, no. So, you know, I just think he had a little more money growing up, so he didn't have to dance. He just went to the party. They sat in the corner, posted. Yeah, yeah. Or, or the party came to him, so he was just sitting in a chair at his own nah, house. I don't see him throwing no parties, dog. No, nah, I don't either. Not in Charlotte. <laughs> he probably didn't live in Charlotte either. He probably lived outside of Charlotte. Concord, Concord Mills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But now, nah, Mark Jackson should have definitely got a better shake at it. Um, it's crazy because the NBA is a little better with diversity, but I think Mark Jackson was too outspoken, too. They didn't like how he handled the media, and, and the Warriors market isn't really too fond of the aggressive nature Mark Jackson bought off the court. Steve Kerr is way more laid back. No, Steve Kerr is passive aggressive, okay. which is worse than being aggressive, in my opinion. But it, but it is you know you're viewed differently when you come off how with the with the image intact too, because if any other coach like some of the for instance Greg Popovich Greg Popovich talks about social issues anything that he wants to say. If a if another coach was to come in that didn't look like Greg Popovich and say that the NBA probably send him a letter asking him to tone it down. Steve Kerr is on track to be like Greg Popovich as far as what he says and how he handles the media. Oh yeah, well he's nowhere. He's no. He's nowhere near as good as a coach though. So. No, no, not, we're not talking about coaching. I'm literally just talking to about me. Coaching. Until until he gets a team where he actually builds something, I'm not going to give him any respect as a coach. Oh, no, he's never probably going to retire. You're never going to give him respect then because that ain't uh-huh. happening. Because when this dynasty's over, he's going to retire. He's going to say health issues. Yeah, I would. Keep your legacy intact. You made it right, riding the wave, man. Riding the wave. That's all he's doing. Facts. Big old fact. Hey, nah, he was there. He was there from the beginning, man. He was he was he was calling them games. Yeah, so he felt the he felt the pressure. <laughs> Anyways, man, I'm tired of talking about sports. But uh, yo, what's up with this double standard we got going on in the world, man? You got Cardi B out here, got a video talking about she used to drug and rob men. When she was a stripper. Now, and I don't know if I'm tripping, but I could have sworn Bill Cosby just went to jail for such said things. <laughs> and they trying to, you know what I mean? They trying to make it seem like it's not a big deal. 
back when it happened, Rick Ross, he had a, a little comment. It was in You Don't Even Know It, right? He said put a Molly yeah. in a, or put a Molly in a champagne, she don't even know it. I think that was the exact lyric. Yeah. He lost his deal with Reebok. Then Rich Homie Rich Homie Quan, he had a little backlash when he something said he said, I forgot what he said, but I know he had to apologize publicly for it. But even then, Ross, you know, he went he been through this and he come out talking about uh we gotta we shouldn't block someone who admits their mistakes. Now, I don't know, but I could have sworn I seen all the social media talking about Rick Ross is wrong, this and that. Like I said, Bill Cosby went to jail. Cardi B out here admitting to it, you know, got the video proof, and everybody want to act like it's okay because she was a stripper. Yeah, that, that's my biggest beef with it because she's talking about, talking about something. Oh, I had to do it. No, you did not have to do it. You can get money any other way. If it was a dude out here literally recounting, oh, um, I've, you know, I've been putting eye drops in girls' drinks, taking them back to the crib, robbing them, right? People, the biggest thing I've been seeing, people was talking about, oh, it's the difference between rape and robbery. Nah, a crime is a crime. Either way, you're taking something from somebody, right? So I feel like it's a double standard when it comes to that because one, she's a woman. And two, they're saying nobody was hurt. At the end of the day, you shouldn't be out here drugging people. And I would just like, like that, that's how I feel. I'm glad you said that, Cal. That is the main highlight in this entire situation, and that's what it should be. And when you drug people at that at that time, they're they have they're without help. They're helpless essentially. And I feel like for anybody with a good morale or good ethics, they understand that fact, and they understand that that's wrong. That you should never put a person in that situation and that with that type of vulnerability. So I don't see how people could even give her a pass for this. Yeah, my thing is she's talking about, oh, I had to do it. Dog, you did not have to do this, man. <laughs> that's that's literally what was getting me. The big not even the, the crime itself is bad, but the fact that she was like, yo, I had to do these things to get money, da 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 da. No, you didn't. You was out there stripping, you was out people out there was paying for your butt. It was going out there, you was robbing <laughs> niggas. So it, it ain't at the end of the day, I know that strip club culture. Like y'all here robbing it. Like niggas get robbed every day, B. Like what you said and paid in full. Um, but at the end of the day, you out here, I wouldn't say you're bragging about it. You're trying to you trying to paint the picture of yo, this is where I came from. And this is before she even popped. So she's not even where she is now, but she's talking about yo, y'all don't understand what I had to do. Nothing was given to me. I understand the whole thing, but you could have if you wouldn't have said that. That's fine. If you ain't admit to out out here drug drugging and robbing niggas, it would have been cool. But the fact that you admitted to it, like it was something to be glorified about. I mean, something that you can glorify. Like, yo, I had to do this. This is the bottom of where I had to do. I had to get there. I had to do this. I had to do that. And Raw's trying to defend it, talking about, oh, we shouldn't, you know, get mad at someone from uh, talking about their past or you know things they had to go through. But on the same token, he's talking about, yeah, I lost a seven figure deal, you know, for a lyric. Hey, I'm kind of I'm he, glad he lost that deal though, because them shoes was trash. <laughs> I don't even remember them. I was just like, same thing. I don't even remember what they look like. Yeah, they ain't give him his own shoe, but they gave him like a you know like a brand type joint. Yeah, but he like the thing is, he said he lost the deal, but if you watch his video, it's like two minutes long. He never at any point said he did it. He said, "Oh, I wrote down line because of the culture I come from in Miami. They were out here doing this at parties." When I was performing it, you know, that was the, the line that popped out. Everybody actually said that line. So he never admitted to doing it at all, and which is the opposite of Cardi. Cardi said, oh, I did this. Right? But he never said, I actually slipped a molly in her drink. She didn't even know it. He said, I wrote that line because that's the culture that I grew up in. But he's out here defending her, man. I mean, 
at the end of the day, you know, she's not going to really get that crazy backlash. Like it would, it, it dropped like on a Friday. So niggas had nothing to do on the weekend. So they weren't really doing nothing. Monday picked up. <laughs> Everybody was mad at her, but it's going to be, it's going to be dead in like a week or two. If uh, It's probably dead now. Honestly, it's the memes are flying more than anything. Yeah. But I mean, I, I kind of got to respect Rick Ross for, uh, for taking her back in the situation though. Just for the principle of it's easy to, you know what I'm saying, kick somebody when they down. And it was a lot of people I mean, granted, there's a lot of people that was back backing Cardi B and uh giving her a pass on it, but there's a lot of people that was bashing her too. Um and I'm of the belief that, you know, you can move forward and move on if as long as you've learned your lesson. Um that's the that's the best uh that's the best route to take. And I feel like he kind of took the high road with uh, kind of taking her back for it. Now, do I agree with everything he said? Uh, no. But, you know, I like that for the principality of the matter. All right, uh, Big Worm. <laughs> 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 the principalities of it, Smokey. But no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, honestly, though, it's one of those things where I feel like if it was, just like we were saying earlier, if it was a man, whole thing would be different. Uh, niggas would be in an uproar right now. But since it was her and it's Cardi, everybody loved Cardi right now, it's going to be like, oh, that's what she had to do. She did not have to do that, man. Even if she had to, it still don't make it right. And even if she had to, you don't got to talk about it. Yeah, you bragging it's about things it. People, yeah, it won't even a brag. It's like, well, yeah, technically, it was, if you look at it and like, like, like from far view, it's a brag. Yeah, like you don't know what I had to do. I had to do this, 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 this. No, people do crazier things than don't mention it. Like to to mention something like that means you low key proud of it. Yeah, Very because good point. there's things that people do that they're not proud of, and they'll never mention it. But I mean, I digress, man. Well said, Roberts. Well said. Appreciate that, sir. Thanks again, Anchor. Um, yeah, definitely uh, hit up Anchor if you're trying to start your own podcast. Uh, but right now, we gonna step into our uh, one of our more popular segments, "One Got to Go." And this time on "One Got to Go," we're gonna start it off with uh, something near and dear to my heart. So we have. The album Confessions or the album Ready? Which one got to go? It hurts my heart to say, but Confessions got to go. Huh? Confessions got to go. <laughs> say it again, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Confessions got to go, man. It hurts my heart to say it, but when you sit there, well, I can't say you. When I sit there, and I go track for track. Confessions gotta go. Now we're talking about hits. Confession stays. But if we're talking about body of work, for me, confession gotta go. Deluxe edition and all. Oh nah, you really tripping now. Yeah, Kyle. I don't know, man. Let me. I'm looking at them side by side, but confessions and confessions part two and burn. And then superstar, and then that's what it's made for. And then my boo, and then confessions part two, the remix. Man, All right, see, you just you just adding stuff now. No, for real, that's what they both. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know it's on there, but I'm just saying the remix though. Really, confessions shine part the, two, the remix. Shine, shine from jail on the phone. That that really hit you. <laughs> I'm just saying, but but I understand where you going with with ready too, because 
Neighbors Know My Name, Invented Sex, I Need a Girl, um, Jupiter Love, Fire, Your Side of the Bed, Fire, Hollow Lou, Fire. Um, I think that's, I, I would I would get rid of um, Ready, personally, just because I don't know all the words. See, the thing with that, to me, Ready is one song away from being a perfect album. And that's LOL Smiley Face. I don't know what he was thinking when they made that track. But without that, to me, that album is perfect. But mm-hmm. like looking at looking at confessions though, like that's why it hurts for me to say it. Cause you got yeah, you got confessions, confessions part two, burn, caught up, superstar, can you handle it, my boo, red light, seduction, to me is one of the better songs on the album. That's a whole R and B party right there. That's the last thirty minutes of any party and you good. But then, like, you I don't know, I think on that her hair, her hair messed up and her shirt probably up by her head by that time. Back in the days, her, her perm is being sweat out. You know, yeah. everybody natural now, so. Oh, yeah. But, uh. <laughs> hey, man, that, that LOL smiley face is a, it's an eyesore, man. Yeah, that, to me, that's, like, the only track that, I just, I just rock with Confession. I mean, I just rock with uh, Ready More, man. That's because you on payroll with Trey Songs, bro. We ain't, you ain't slick, bro. Man, it's I all. wish I was, man. Oh, you, I wish oh I was. now you wish you was. I bet he got a mixtape coming just because you was talking about it. <laughs> hey, man, to whom we make a certain part two with DJ Drama? I'm joking. See, yo, if that don't, if that don't drop, <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> P, he tried to put a disclaimer like that shit ain't about to drop. Yo, I man. swear to God, if I go to that Piff next week and that junk up there, man, I, we, we got it. We got to connect. We know, nah, we um, know how you rocking, bro. You ain't got to flex on us all the time, dog. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, not at all. But uh, I'm y'all obviously got confessions, uh, staying exactly. Yeah, all right, saying, so. I think it was it goes without saying for me with my reaction for you already. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Uh, now I had to throw this disclaimer in here. Uh, when I when I when I say these people, I mean their entire body of work, and I mean that in the literal and the figurative sense. All right, so one got to go. We got Jada Pinkett, Halle Berry, Sanaa Lathan, and Gabby Union, Wade. Mm. Gabby, my boo, though. One got to go. Gabby, my first my first celebrity crush. Yeah, for real. We was just talking about Jada this morning. For, uh, for Gabby. Yeah, and we, and we was talking about Jada earlier. And you saw what I said. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but that's so real she's safe. Uh, I, I would say Halle Berry got to go just because she, ain't no way she looked that good and going through all the man. Something got to be wrong with her. <laughs> Roy? Uh, you know, unpopular opinion, but I'm with Kyle. Halle got to go. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Jada, Jada gotta stay. Yeah, Gabby stays. Gabby you know, stays. Me. Um, yeah, Jada well, gotta go. If I choose Hallie, does that make her overrated at this point? No, no, Uh-oh. she's goat. She's she's <laughs> she's great, but not of our of our generation. She more so for like the thirty plus crowd. Yeah, like they used to they used to daydream about her. Thanks. She never really did it for me, so I can't say I gotta keep her. All right, All right so. uh we, I wish we had Q in them votes, but we try to keep this anonymous for the viewers so we can get genuine reactions like, oh, <laughs> instead of having like pre-determined answers and everything like that. So uh, you stuck with us three today. So who was yours? You said you you going with Holly too? Yeah, man. 
Unfortunately. Right. They about to cancel our podcast. Nah, we ain't say nothing about Beyonce this week. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you can throw her away too. Oh, sorry. I didn't I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. I don't want y'all. I ain't popular, so y'all ain't gonna put no bees under my profile, but I know you about to get all this type child, of Beyonce. I can keep her. I, just give me Kelly. I'm good. Yeah, give me Kelly. I'm, I'm straight. Yeah, I, I, I need mean, Kelly. Hey, tell me. She, 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 she could be my motivation. Either or, I mean. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, that's different. True. Oh, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> you got any more SP? Let uh, me go. Let me go. My turn. My turn. I'm tired of waiting. Okay. Let me go. All right. One got to go. Mac and cheese, stuffing, yams, or mashed potatoes? Mac and cheese, stuffing, stuffing, yams, mashed potatoes. Stuffing is safe for me because I usually eat, eat, eat stuffing by itself, so that's safe for me. Uh, mac and cheese, depending on who make it, can go. But if somebody make it right, it has to stay. I'm gonna say uh, mashed potatoes gotta go. Mm. And I can't even with it. the gravy on the mashed potatoes. Yeah, that's even exactly gravy, what I was man. thinking, man. <laughs> I'm over here even, with the even with the gravy. Right, nah. The gravy and the and and the pepper on top of it, it gotta go, man. You <laughs> drop that brown gravy on there, boy. And if you get real fat, drop a couple bacon bits on it. <laughs> mix, mix it all up. But it sounds amazing. Oh boy, listen. Yo, yo, my mouth low key watering right now. <laughs> ooh, ooh, boy, little brown gravy, little pepper, little bacon. Ooh, church on the ground, pepper though, fresh, fresh ground. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't go to Dollar Tree get the pepper. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, man. I'm gonna have to say mac and cheese, dog. But it's kind of it's a little bit biased for me because uh, I'm not a I'm not a fan of mac and cheese at all. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of cheese. Period. So uh, yeah. Are you lactose? Yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate, man. But I, I bangs with the ice cream though. It is what it is, you know. Okay. Take, your life, take your life, not all, man. <laughs> you take your losses where you take them, you know what I'm saying? I keep the, uh, what's it, lactate? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I keep that on when I when I get the ice cream, you know. All right, cool. You got any more, Roy? Um, let me think. Let me think. All right, yeah, 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 I got you. Y'all ready to hear another one? Oh, by the way, I'm throwing mac and cheese out. I just don't like cheese. Love ice cream, though. Um, tacos, chicken wings. Pizza or burgers? Said tacos. Yeah, chicken wings definitely oh. going nowhere. Yeah, chicken, chicken, yeah, before chicken y'all answer, yes, I'm the fat one of the group. That's why I chose food. Uh, and judge me if you want. You probably fat too, but I bet you eat good. I would say uh, pizza got to go. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the SP this week. Dang. Hey. Bro, Unpopular opinion. Also, Westbrook face. Oh. Hey, bro. Nah, well, pizza, pizza, my favorite food. So that's a that's a biased opinion, I guess. Um, the burgers got to go for me. See, the reason why I say pizza, anytime I go out, niggas know all I get is wings and burgers, no matter where we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> both of those are safe for me. I'm throwing the wings away, bro. I like boneless wings anyway, so. When I when I say chicken wings, you know I was talking about the regular black folk chicken wings. I don't need them. <laughs> I can do it out there. This is true. Well, that's the case. I'm right there with you on that. I, I, people judge me when I go get boneless wings. I don't get it, bro. I like boneless wings. That's my preference. He said it was easier to eat. 
Yeah, cute. I got a beard, man. I don't like my beard to get all messy. I'm classy. <laughs> you say you're classy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so you, do you eat your boneless wings with a fork? Oh, not with a fork, you know, but I cut them up a little bit, make sure things are working properly. All right, so I, I can go ahead and kick it in. I, I'm going to go ahead and read off Dion's. Dion says one got to go. Uh, he got three different categories. So the first one, he was athletes. He said uh, Ed Reed. Troy Palomalu, Sean Taylor, or Charles Wilson? Char- I'm sorry, Woodson. Char- Charlie Wilson? Huh? <laughs> Charles, Charles Woodson, there my bad, my bad. Goes my baby. No? All right. I thought that was Usher's song. Nah, that was definitely Charlie Wilson. Or am I thinking about it? I'm thinking about No, nah, Usher got a song with them same lyrics, bro. I was just in the wrong key, that's all. You know, I yeah. just had choir practice earlier, so I'm a little off right now. I've been singing all afternoon. Oh, true. Makes <laughs> yeah. sense. Yeah, you know, it usually don't sound that bad. Y'all know, I'm throw the little horse, been singing, got a big concert coming up. Hey, lemon water, man, lemon water. It's the air. You know, I'm an artiste. And, and honey. Yeah, got to get the honey. It's a green tea for my my herbal people. Hold on. Let, let's see what Roy was talking about here. Hold on. Hey. Oh, yeah, you were definitely off. <laughs> I told you I was a little horse, man. That's all. No. Yeah, you knew I was talking about no. what I said, Usher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, huh? Hold up. <laughs> you sounded more like this. Yeah. 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 I'm sitting there like, dick on my baby. What? You <laughs> was in a different key. You was on a different tempo. But we're we going to keep it moving, though. Uh, <laughs> Y'all ears was just bad. Don't judge me. Nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. So, uh, athletes, though, uh, I'll go first on that. I say if one had to go, it would probably be uh, Charles Woodson for me. Oh, no. Really just don't, you know, care too much for the guy? Mm. Nothing personal, just me. Can't bang with the Raiders, but. That mission. Okay. 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 Oh, I forgot, yeah. you, I forgot you. Oh, yeah. fan. This is a bias. This is a bias selection. <laughs> calling it. Broncos and uh, Ohio State. So, but no, to me, though, honestly, Ed Reed just had a crazy impact. Um, Troy Palomalu, short stint, crazy impact. Sean Taylor, short stint, crazy impact. Charles Wilson was just kind of dare when it was in the, NBA, in the NFL. To me. You just put them up there for numbers. You don't put them up there for impact. Huh? I'm sorry. Bro, take, take, take your Bronco goggles off. <laughs> what? Okay, what? I, I, I take them off, and I'm still going to have my Ohio State goggles on under them. Okay, so. all right, all right. There we go. <laughs> I, I just – all I heard was bias because, bro, what? That's fine. What? I, what are y'all hey, hey, Rory, I got, I got two words. Tuck rule. Yes, sir. But Charles Woodson was a dog, bro. A dog. What you mean? So I guess he's safe for you. 20%. I'm taking Chantel up out of there. Oh, I should have known. Where are you? He played four years. So take off, your, take off your Cowboys goggles. <laughs> All right. Take my Cowboys <laughs> goggles off. He played four years. All right. Who you got? Right, before y'all shoot me, R.I.P. Sean Taylor, I think he's really great, <laughs> but I'm keeping Charles Woodson because he gave me 20. And for real, for real, if 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 Sean Taylor would have had a full career, I'd have got rid of Troy Palomalu. 
But for the simple fact that I need I need more than four seasons, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Troy just for that. All right, we got SP. Unpopular opinion. Troy Palomalu ass could go. And you can find and this is this is this is why I feel like he can go, bro. I feel like it's other players that you could have put in that same situation and got similar, if not better, results. Ed Reed. <laughs> you could put Ed Reed there. Right. You could have put you could have put Bob Sanders there. Healthy Bob. Yeah. Non torn peck Bob. Yeah. Or torn bicep. Nor philosophy. And that Pittsburgh Steelers defense as a whole was crazy. Low key. These men, these men will come out here with one down lineman. <laughs> like I ain't never seen that in real life. That's some Madden stuff. But uh, we can go ahead and move on to Dion's other selection. We got music. You got D'Angelo, music soul child, Tank, and Genuine. I don't know what he was listening to on the way back home, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even thought about D'Angelo. Run that by me again. Yeah, say that again. We got D'Angelo. Music Soul Child, Tank or Genuine? D'Angelo, Music Soul Child, Tank or Genuine? I'll go first. Um, I don't need Genuine. Now, what? I but between he got Pony and in those jeans, but I just seen him in concert. Differences though. Listen, I just seen like big James. Nah, bro. I just seen basically your opinion of what you just recently seen, bro. Yeah, nah, nah, fuck that. He's an artist. He's an artist. I seen bro in concert, and that two was terrible. Two, two ways, man. He was in concert. It was terrible. Throw genuine away. Well, we're not talking about his concert. We're talking about him. Song. Well, he really only got four songs, five maybe that that we really listening to. I don't need all that. All the main three D'Angelo songs. I don't need it. How does it feel with 77 minutes? Fuck. Nigga, <laughs> you gave me one song that's an hour long. That's all I need. Same OG. You getting rid of same OG, man? I'm straight. I, I'm keeping the you, you remember. So anxious. Y'all Come love on. Lauren Hill and she dropped one album. So I can't. I don't, I don't love Lauren Hill. I'm in general, people. Sorry. Uh, what to say? Uh, for me, though, uh, I, uh, out of all of those people, like when I'm just looking at them, for me personally, I would say Tank. But if we're talking about musically, Tank got some hits that I, you know, uh, I say D'Angelo just because how does he feel? I mean, that's about it. That's all I know about him. I'm in the same Even though he, uh, he, 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 he from Richmond, so he, he technically, you know, a VA boy, but uh, that don't, that don't get you past uh, everybody else on this one. That don't get you past that minimal ass catalog he got. Nope. So you say D'Angelo on yours too? Indeed. All right. Dion has another one called Struggle Food. Um, peanut butter and jelly. Oodles and noodles. Hot dogs or grilled cheese. One of them got to go. Bro, that sounds so broke. <laughs> it's Struggle Food, man. Bro, hell no. Nah. We we are a classier podcast than that. <laughs> <laughs> we will not. We, we will not. I will not. You can. I will not participate. I would say peanut butter and jelly. Got to go. Peanut butter is overrated. What were the other ones again? Oh, now we're talking about food again. So yeah, yeah, I had to get back. <laughs> we got oodles and noodles, yeah. hot dogs, and grilled cheese. Oh, grilled cheese can go. See, the thing with that, though, peanut butter and jelly, it ain't got that much you can do with it. What you mean? It's peanut butter, jelly, and bread. But you can get grape jelly, strawberry jelly. You could get but what is it, though? What peanut is it, though? butter. You could what put is it, bananas on it. You could get what is crunchy it, peanut butter. 
Bacon. It's still jelly though. No, it ain't. It's great. Bacon, said bacon though. Bacon. Yeah. Hey, bacon great. But listen bacon. though. Nah, I don't know about peanut butter and jelly. No, nah, I'm not that. But you could cut it in square. You could cut the edges off. You could so, cut it down the middle. You could cut it diagonally. Yeah, you know he's you just, toast, you're reaching right now. You could toast the bread. No, listen. Oodles and noodles, you can turn that to a five star dinner. Oodles and noodles, but I'm but peanut butter and jelly. Hot dogs, you can cut them things up, grill them up. You boy, can do a lot boy, of hot, hot dogs. Hot dogs, nasty. Yeah, that's why. You, that's why you grill them. You grill them or you bake them. You definitely grill them or bake them. And we got we got beef too. Q skipped the show, but he wanted to be on social media. <laughs> I'm calling you out, Q. Just so you know. Dang man, he can't reply to the text, but he on Instagram. He on Instagram. Dang. And the crazy part, he wrote he reposted something SP posted. Dang. He like I'm thinking about you, but I don't want to text you back That's right crazy. now. That's crazy. He acting real <laughs> light skin. Yeah, that's a light skin. That's dude. crazy. That's crazy. You can't, you can't, you can't repost anything for SP until uh to the show over. To the show yeah. over and then go up. Yeah, like we we gotta literally post this joint, and he then he should talk about it or post something on Instagram. Yeah. Well, uh, what you got, Dion? I'm sorry, Dion. Yeah, because well, they both black, huh? It's mm-hmm. Fucked up. Exactly. You ain't shit, Kyle. Uh, Man, grilled, grilled cheese just gotta go for uh, for the for the reason I listed earlier. As far as uh, I forgot the food that we were talking about that had cheese, M- macaroni cheese. Yeah, I'm not a cheese person, man. Sorry, that's out. And I hate pe- I hate peanut butter and jelly. I actually grew up eating uh, butter and jelly sandwiches. Butter and jelly. Oh yeah, I had those before. Got it. Got it. Got a. Toasted, yeah, you definitely got a toast. Can't just be with some raw butter. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> this is so disgusting. Spray butter. <laughs> oh, spray butter! Come on now, aerosol butter and jelly. This is getting that's out. a super struggle. This is getting out of hand. I'm sorry, Roy. We want all privilege like you coming up, man. Privilege? I didn't say I was privileged, but capable. You never heard about spray butter, man? I know exactly about all that, but it was just the fact that y'all are still discussing it like you're not worth a half a million. Oh, that's what? All right. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about cow. We're talking about industry uh, cow. I, I, I'm, industry cow? Wow, okay. <laughs> I know the I wish, man. I wish, oh, man. Now you, now you wish. Man, you full I do of wish, it. man. You are full of it. Look, man, I don't even... Yo, y'all, niggas ain't even got to pay me for real. I, just, I can just be like the, the dude who listened from the outside ear. Like, nah, bro, this trash. You know how much money you got to have SP to tell somebody else famous they ain't got to pay you? Yeah. That's uh, that's crazy money right there because you ain't worried about it. No, exactly. Man, chill. What, what what did y'all say earlier? What type of currency y'all say? Oh, social currency. That's what it is. <laughs> the social currency would be enough because if I get on, the podcast grows, and then we all on. Come on now, social currency, man. You ain't got to fool us, bro. Man, chill out. You know what time it is. See Roberts on the track. I mean, that'd be nice too if I can produce. Oh, now you ain't produced three of Trey Song's newest mixtapes <laughs> dropping late 2019. Yeah, I swear to God, if he drop uh, Tomb and make us hurt too. <laughs> if he do, bro, we not friends no more. Yeah. At, that, at that point, I'm convinced you know something that you ain't telling the boys. Man, that would be hilarious. Though. I'm going to keep checking on that pivot, though, because it's by the time of the year anyway. But uh, y- y'all got anything else y'all want to discuss? Nah, man, not for real. It's kind of it was crazy. We did a show with three of us. Shout out to uh, Q and Dion. Had to be adults tonight. I do want to discuss. Yeah. I got a quick question. 
Yeah, what y'all think the uh, the ratings gonna look like on the Final Four? Being that you don't got like UNC, Duke, uh, Kansas, Gonzaga, all those uh, teams that's usually perennial Final Four teams of recent anyway uh, in it. I don't think it's gonna matter because you got people who are gonna watch it just because it's the Final Four. Yeah, and some you know, college basketball is like the Super Bowl. You got people who normally don't watch it just to watch it just because it's a cultural thing. So I feel like it won't be as bad, but it probably would have been better if Carolina, Duke, uh, one of them would have been in it. But I, I don't think it's going to be that drastically different than it, if it would if one of them were there. Touche. Yeah, because yeah, I'm definitely intrigued to watch it now because it's not the traditional teams playing. Well, I'm less intrigued, so that's what I was asking. I guess, but then you got to think about the – the schools that are in it all have rich traditions, just not in basketball outside of Michigan State. So, what UVA got rich tradition in besides academics? School pride and stuff. Like people support their school. <laughs> like they got a lot of alumni, so people going yeah, to academics. Academics. They got strong alumni though. Like you gotta look at the alumni back, and them people gonna watch it because they ain't never seen it. Yeah. So that's a hundred years of people damn near. Well, not you know seventy five hundred, seventy fifty. Oh, uh, you talking about people who still alive? Yeah, that just have oh, never so seen this school cool. make it. That'll tune in just because. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, I don't think it's gonna be. I think if Duke would have been in there, it, it would have been a little bit more because of the hype train of Zion. But, nah, we'll see. Well, we won't because they probably won't release it. You know that how the NCAA do. Oh, they're gonna lie about it because that's just how they do. Yeah, man, I think that's we covered a, a lot of stuff. And y'all keep supporting us, though, man. We appreciate y'all as we keep growing and keep learning. Y'all keep uh, interacting and telling us what we need to know and get better at so we can keep progressing as a show. We got more fire in the pipeline. Yup. Engagement, that's what we're looking for, man. But uh, thanks for tuning in this week, and we out. Yep. Yeah.